We can talk sports. We can talk politics. But can we talk Jesus? What up, world? Hoodie here. And we're back with a new episode. Um, last week, I had to take another break. You know, my job entails a lot of physical work. And some days, I'm just tired. Like, as they say, dog tired. And last Tuesday was one of them days. Um, I just got up probably later than schedule. I usually get up at a certain time to do the show, and that just didn't happen. So I do apologize for those who was looking forward to doing this for this show. I mean, but um, sometimes God says rest, and because my body was just not into it. But this is a new week. It's a new day. Um, hope you all have been having a good day. Uh, had a good weekend. I hope for those in Macon, um, went to the fair. I mean, I know the storm, Hurricane Michael came through Wednesday night and Thursday morning. And um, they were closed one day last week. But they was only closed for one day. And I don't know if some rides shut down permanently for the rest of the week. I don't know. I know I went for food. Food, food, and last thing, food. I went to get turkey leg. Turkey leg, and I killed it in like mm, a few hours. Could have killed it faster, but um, 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 yeah, I think I was eating it too fast, so I, I slowed down. I, I slowed down. I, I said I would take it in stride. I wasn't going to kill it like I did a few years ago. Uh, there's a picture I got me with the bone. is just clean cut. My teeth was on. It was gone. It was like, man, I was hungry. And so, uh, oh, that's the air that just came on. Yeah, so I was hungry, and I would just kill it. But you guys know I like chicken, and so turkey considered me. It's almost as close as chicken. I just kill it just as bad. But, um, yeah, me and my wife, we went and got some uh, other fair food on Sunday and some funnel cake. Turkey leg, uh, and some other, what did she get? She got some ribs. I ain't eating under the ribs because I was focused on turkey leg, but it was great. I'm glad we went. It was a lot of people. It was a Sunday. And why is it 30 some dollars to purchase the, um, the you know, the wristbands that you can get on and ride all the rides instead of buying all tickets? It's 30 now instead of 20. It used to be, I guess, cheaper than that for those older than me, so I, um, it's just amazing how high things are going up, like, turkey legs are now $13, yeah, I bought, bought it, I don't, I don't care, this is a one-time thing, one time a year, I, I got my turkey leg, anyway, um, but, yeah, I hope for those who got to go out, had a good time, um, excuse me for a second, first time I ever yawned during the show, because I just woke up. But yeah. I hope you all had a great week or had a good, continue to have a good week. Um, Today's show is going to be quite interesting. Uh, and I don't want to talk more about it until it's time. But I hope you all will be ready for it. And I don't know why I'm in this accent, but... Just want to let you know that it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. But um, let's get right to it. This is the first song of the day. Uh, My newest single, Lost Souls, right here on Can We Talk Jesus? Hoodie out. People have been rejected, some molested, cast aside, ran from Jesus because the saints are preaching. Hell is real, but they deny getting married in the fast lane. Singleness is not a goal. Baby talks while your baby's talking to single women. Lost souls, lost souls, lost souls. So many lost souls because we are not fulfilling his goal. Lost souls, lost souls. Lost souls. 
So many lost souls, cause we are not doing what we were told. In the New Testament, we were told to make disciples, young and old. But we are not answering to his call, cause we have not given him our all. The worldly desires attract our minds to make us think that we're living fine. But Jesus has a way of showing up to let you know that you were living blind. See, we were told to not conform to this world, cause if we do, we are not disciples. When Jesus doesn't have a willing vessel, that means that we are really serving idols. So the blind lead the blind to the depths that never was the intended goal, but Satan knows how to do his job, so how about us, lost souls, lost souls, lost souls, so many lost souls, cause we are not fulfilling his goal, lost souls, lost souls, so many lost souls, cause we are not doing what we were told, Father forgive us for being disobedient, you called us to be your mouthpiece, yet the flesh still rules. Get us back on the right track to help the lost. In Jesus' name, amen. How can you just say that I am lost when you're a sinner? You're not Christ. Yes, I'm a sinner just like you. The difference is I believe in Christ. How can you believe he's not real? You've never seen him, never will. I believe because I've seen his works. Jesus does marvelous things. What things has he done for me? I got no job, no money. He woke you up in your right mind, so pray to God he'll be on time. On time? No time for that. I got bills and a lot of debt. See, your focus is on the cost, and you wonder why I say you're lost. Goodbye. Lost souls. Lost souls. So many lost souls, cause we are not fulfilling his goal. Lost souls. Lost souls. So many lost souls, cause we are not doing what we were told. Lost souls. Lost souls. So many lost souls, cause we are not fulfilling his goal. Lost souls. Lost souls. So many lost souls, cause we are not doing what we were told. And we're back, like the NBA season, cause that starts, what, today? Tomorrow? This Sunday? I think it's Thursday. But, uh, yeah, go Heat. Um, but that was my newest single, Lost Souls. Uh, I just, and just, I'm still trying to learn it. You know, it's um when you have performances coming up or playing performances, even though I've only had two, Earl. But as an artist, you have to consistently listen to your craft so you can memorize your craft. You know, certain rap artists I know or I've seen locally, you know, they can learn their stuff. They don't even write it down. They can uh just wrap it off top of their head and I'm just like well that's some talent you got there fella but uh I don't have that but but I thank God that he's giving me the gift to write on the sheet so I can remember and uh as I record because um I every the gifts aren't that gift of memory just ain't for everybody initially I mean I'll learn it over time because I listen to it so much like yeah Got a new song, got a new hit, got to listen to it. And then, and when it's time for my next performance, I'll have it 99.5% of the time because sometimes I just, just jumbled on a word. And I'm just like, Earl, how the world you did that? You rehearsed it over and over and over again before you went to the event. And then you still tripped on the word. I think that was just an enemy. It's just like, bruh, how the world did you just attack? Well, you know, you didn't want I'm doing God's work. I mean, when people, when you're doing God's work, here's a little nugget. When you're doing God's work, the enemy is always roaming around like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. So he's going to try to mess it up, destroy, embarrass, you know, Steal, kill, you know, those things the enemy does. And so, but I'm thankful that sometimes, well, I'm thankful because all things work for the good. And when I did mess up, that just means that, Earl, you need to be more focused when you rehearse. Earl, you need to be more prayed up before you go to the event. You need to be um, just in tune with the Lord. When I go, and so that means that it's no plaything when you're doing God's work. I mean, you can enjoy it, but remember who you're doing it for and why you're doing it 
you're dealing with people's souls. You're trying to help save souls, bring people to Christ. So you can't treat it like it's, it's, it's just another daily routine or something. Like I can't just go out there like other artists who are not Christian artists and just go rap for fun or rap for it. And I'm not saying all of them rap for fun. Now, some rap pour out their life or life meanings and, and, and like that. But when you're doing God's work, it's all about order. And you have to be respectful to the work that you're doing for the Lord because he puts you there for a reason. And you don't play with it. But that's my life nugget. Yeah, that should be called. That should be a topic. No, not not a topic. Like, you know, those little radio shows that get like, here's the word of the day, or here's the scripture of the day. Here's my life nugget. When you're doing the work, doing the work for God, don't play with it. Get it? Don't play with it. It's not a video game. It's just not for fun. You just don't play. Just to distract yourself or not think. When it comes to God, God is no one to play with. Yeah. His work is nothing to play with. You get it. You got it. That's the life nugget. My life nugget. I need to write that down. Life nugget. I got to post it on paper. Life nugget. Man, I feel like Steve off of Blue's Clues right now. Just writing, <laughs> just writing something on the paper. Like he's drawing, always drew where the clue was and whatnot. I don't know why that just came to mind. I'm sorry, I'm 28 years old and I just had a four-year-old thought. But anyway, <laughs> I'll pray more on that. Uh, so today's topic. What the heck? That's funny. Today's topic um, was brought to me by was brought to me by uh, Can We Talk Jesus? Which is, no, I'm just playing. It was brought to me by a, a friend of mine, a church member of mine who wanted me to focus on the topic of identity. I'm going to call this lesson or top, dang it, every time I say lesson, like I'm teaching class. Okay, footnote, I do teach a Sunday school class at my church every now and then. I'm like the third, second to the top. Whenever the other two are not able to, that's where I come in. Uh, and that's fine because it, I'm, I'm, it helps me. I'm practicing maybe for greater. I don't know for greater. But, um. Yeah, but I teach lessons, and I and I keep saying lessons because my le- that's what they are. They're, they're lessons in Sunday school. So therefore, um, and a little another footnote is for um, and it's called it's the new creation class from Mount Olive Missionary Baptist Church, and it's for ages eighteen to thirty one. So uh, those who are part of the church or those who are listening and looking for a Sunday school class to join, I mean this is no typical. Sunday school class. We don't follow the book, you know, every month there's a certain or every quarterly quarter, I'm sorry, every quarter there's like four months of lessons in the book and just about everybody in the Sunday school teaches off of that, those lessons for that month or that week and whatnot. Well, new creation class doesn't really do that. It's mainly like a Bible study. We have lessons topics that focus on I mean they can really focus on any age but it focuses mainly on 18 31 year old young adults and so it can be topics like identity it can be it can be topics about a uh, uh, worry or doubt it can be topics or just mainly things like um personal I think last week or last past Sunday was opinions how do we handle opinions is it good bad uh why are opinions of others important to you or are they? Things like that. And, and we tie it back to scripture, which also somewhat inspired me to do this show. I mean, because, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just, uh, it's like a subset of it. This show was inspired basically off of that Sunday school class and really off of how God works and steals in me. It's like, hey, take this lesson 
tie it with your personal experience, apply it to the show. And so, yeah, but if you're interested, looking for a Sunday school class, just come. Just come. Um, like I said, it's not typical. It, it focuses on um, modern day th- uh, things that we deal with as young adults and as y- adults and children. Like I said, it was for all ages, but mainly for young adults. The class is mainly for the young adults is what I'm saying. Anyway, but, um, yeah. But a church member of mine brought this topic to me. Instead of calling it identity, I'm calling it fitting in. Fitting in because fitting in is, in this world today, we like, if you're more so tied to the world, we like to fit in to what the world says about us, what the world has to offer. We like to fit in, to be popular. We want to fit in uh, where people can, where we're likable. We want to fit in so there'll be no uh, problems or issues or conflict because people don't like to be the problem. Get it? They don't want to be the issue about things. But we as Christians, we're going to be the issue because, you know, I, I'm saying that is people who don't, are not about God, not about Christ, the son of God, they hate us. They hate us for, they hate us because they hate Jesus. That's in the word. Don't be worried because, because uh, I'm not looking at the word, so I'm going to paraphrase. Because of Jesus, because they hate Jesus, they hate us. And that's not really a good quality to fit in with the world. So, I mean, this is this is the thing. I like, a lot of people like to be fit into groups, circles, organizations, and because of many different things. Because they they feel like they lack in certain areas of their lives. They feel like they need this, Lord help me, need this particular, uh, what do you call it? I'm just going to be slang. Particular thing. They need this particular thing so they can be progressed to the next level. Whether it be a job, whether it be, um, um, a corporate world, whether it be anything, I guess they desire to do or want to be in. So, uh, my experience for today, this lesson, dang it, every time. Oh my gosh! All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. It's it's a topic, but it's a lesson. Okay, God, is, is that what you want me to say? It's a topic, but it's a lesson because I'm teaching. Okay, all right, I got you. I'm teaching you. Listen, man, I'm teaching us things about life through God, about life. Okay, okay. See, see, I'm sorry. I had this. That was just me and God having that little discussion right there because I keep saying something I don't want to say, but because I'm saying it, maybe it's in my spirit for me to say it, and it's a lesson. So, experience. Um, I think it was, it was 2010, 20, spring 2010. Yeah, spring of 2010. I was at Georgia Tech, and I had just transferred uh, to the school. Uh, you know what transfers, you don't really know a lot of people. So I only had a few friends, and I can count them on my hand at that school because all my other friends were at Georgia Southern. I actually started making more friends before I left Southern. I was just like, wow. And then it was time for me to move on. I even, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I had all these friends here, you know, and it was time. So I didn't really have a lot of friends. So one of my friends that I was was uh, hanging with, we had walked uh, on the campus, and we saw these tables on this grassy field, and it was different little uh, organizations and whatnot, and... They, I just so happened to walk up to, well, I, I looked at all of them, but I actually walked up to one, and it was a fraternity. 
And I'm not going to name the fraternity, and there's no point of that. I'm not going to discredit them. Or nothing is nothing to discredit. It's really, I'm just not going to name them because it's just to show respect on, on through the show. So I walked up to them, and I think I just asked about what they do and whatnot. And, you know, they told me, and if you're interested, uh, we are having an informational session, you know, because all fraternity and sororities have these little information information sessions sessions or whatnot, and uh, I went to it and saw what they were talking about. And if you were still interested, get in touch with one of the um the 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 brothers, the frat brothers, and um they will talk to you more about what else you need to do. And so I was getting more. I was getting uh intrigued by the situation the situation i was intrigued i and and to be honest with you during this process i can never really tell you why i wanted to be a part of this fraternity which is crazy right because we know about fraternity we know about story we know about organizations you gotta know why you want to be a part of it i mean there's different reasons it's like these are stuff i've heard not coming from me, this is what I heard. They want the letters. They they want the women. They want to be known. They want to have, uh, 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 because you can make networking, you can make connections with other people that's part of a turn. These are all the different things I heard. Now, but if you came to me about it, why do you want to be part of such and such? And all I can think about was, well, I never had a brother. Um... And y'all probably laughing at that answer because I was like, but, but, what? And that was really all I could tell you. It was something different. Okay, it was something different. And I don't have a brother. I mean, I have a sister, half sister. That I have a sister. I never had a brother. I grew up as an only child. So I didn't really know what it was to really have a sibling. I mean, I was around my sister quite a bit, a little bit when she came over, but I didn't really have a full-fledged sibling in the house 24-7 growing up in life. You get what I'm saying? So that was my reason. And I guess my reason was was more so loneliness, I guess, than anything because I said because I never had a brother and I thought it'd be cool. So... Long story short, um, I went to another meeting, uh, got more information, and uh, <laughs> so, of course, it requires money, because you have to pay dues, and you have to pay other things. I don't remember what the other things were. It's not, it's not, not really important to discuss, so... Around this time of thinking about it, it was me and this other guy, and he actually went went on to become one of the one of the frat members. And so for me, I was right along with him until uh, I went home one weekend, and I was. <laughs> I I was a little man. I was ooh wee. What 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 is a word to describe me back then? I I was, I was a rebel. You know, being away from home, going to places in another city. You know, staying out as long as you want because you're not home tied to bedtimes or being home tied to restriction. The time to be at home is like nah 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 nah. I I, I and that's the toughest thing about uh um. Uh, Dang, 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 dang. That's the toughest thing about it. I can't think of the word. I just said it. That's the toughest thing about being home for all those years, being and then going off to a place when there's like really no rules. It, I mean, that's really what it is. No rule, no times, no no, I mean not not rule breaking rules to get arrested. Not that type of rule. But like home rules. Home rules. When you're off by yourself, you can do practically be up practically whenever you want. But um yeah, so I was that? Huh, thought I heard something. But yeah, 
I was uh, home for the weekend, and, you know, I was out one night, and I was with uh, somebody I used to talk to, and I was out a little too late, and uh, because I wanted to hang out with this person for quite a while. I didn't, I wasn't in no rush to come back home, because I'm hanging out, I'm, I'm hanging out with who I like, so... Uh, finally decided to go home. I actually went over the time I was supposed to go home, and oh, that was the toilet. Man, toilet makes some sounds and every now and then. Don't, 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 don't freak out. Anyway, so I was heading home down the road. I think the speed limit was like fifty-five, and I was hitting eighty. Thank God there was no police around. Yeah, no police. Woo, no ticket. Yeah, and I'm on the road, and just so happens that this possum, <laughs> this possum, I kid you not, walks out in the middle of the road. Now, um, behind me also, there was this dude in a red truck. I do, I, can, I never forget it. Cause he was flying with me. He was on my tail. He went. He, he wouldn't go around or nothing. He was just flying with me. And uh, long story short, <laughs> I dodged the possum going at like 80, 70 miles an hour. I dodged the possum. Thank God I didn't hit the possum, man. Yeah, you did. You were smart. You dodged the possum, spun the car out of control, landed into a ditch, totaled the car. Yeah, now nah, I ain't even smart. So, with that being said, and then, before all of that, that year, I think that was around in September, yeah, even a year, even the month of my birthday. Earlier in that year, kid you not, I was at this event, uh, Family Friends Day for my church. We was at uh, this place, Vincent Valley, and we was playing basketball, and... <laughs> And we was on the court, you know, we got a little cover over it. It was nice. You, sometimes you slip on it, though, but it's okay. Uh, and uh, went up for, like, a lay, layup, or was I trying to block? Anyway, I, I think I was trying to defend a, a layup or whatnot. Came down, landed on my cousin's heel, turned my ankles so bad that I couldn't put weight on it, and I really couldn't walk. I needed help to the car. I, I came back home. I was in pain. And for that was back in May of that year, so 2010, May of 2010, so that before I even transferred to tech, I was in pain all the way to this point. And so I was in a boot, I get yeah, through winter, because I remember it snowed real bad that year in Atlanta, and I was walking in this boot, medical boot, whatnot, and... It this all ties together in a minute, but uh, it hurt so bad. But and I never went to the med stop. Or maybe, wait, did I? Nope, nope. Never went to the med stop. Thought it was just a, just a, just a, a minor injury. And I even through the summer, I was like walking it off, trying to walk on it. And sometimes I turn it, it'd be so painful, y'all. I mean, I don't even know. I know how I made it through. God helped me through it. But I was being too stubborn to go get it checked out. I don't know why I never said go get it checked out. I was in, I was on crutches. That's why I was on crutches. But I never truly went to get it checked out. And so finally, I went to Ortho Georgia to get it checked out, and they put me in a boot and whatnot. And okay, now I'm back. I'm at school, and I'm still. I still have a bothersome ankle foot that still bothers me a little bit every now and then. But I can really put weight on it now. I can really walk. I can even run like I used to. I was like, yes, I still got it. But, yeah, um, I'm good now. But at that time, and I'm talking about being a part of a fraternity, I told you I was in a car accident during the month of September. I told you of this, this injury on my ankle. So, you know, fraternity step. They, they, they stepped. Everyone has a different type of step. And you talking about... Being, I was like, well, this is one of the things I know. You got to learn how to step. I was like, hey, I went to probate. I seen it. I was like, you got to learn. I was like, ain't no way this ankle going to make it. So you got that going on, my ankle going on. You got, uh, dang it, you got the um, car accident, so money played into it. My mother was like, 
you, you, you might well try to wait on that or whatnot because of the situation. We don't have the money for it. Then my ankle don't have the money for it. <laughs> I, I mean, I was not in a position, so I, I, I just couldn't do it. I mean, because situations, you know, and all these things, I, I mean, it just wasn't for me. I mean, all these things happen, and there's no coincidence that it happened. So uh, I never went through with it. But what was the purpose of that? I was, I was, my reasons for trying to be part of a fraternity was to fit in. It really was. I mean, and at this time of my life, God was far from me. I'm sorry. God was never far from me. I was far from God. And because of all the things I, I told you, I was being a rebel. I was coming home late, running 80 miles an hour, trying to race home. And it's a dark, long road. And you got all these heels and curves, and you trying to hit 80? Okay, yeah. No wonder that possum ran out. Because God was in... He he was really into it all. He he didn't want me to he didn't want me to join. I mean, he, he again I can see it now. I can see it now because it falls into fitting in. Why? What was my purpose? I told you other reasons before. People want because the letters or females. And, I mean, be honest with you. I think you're just trying to fit in. I mean, there may be more to it, the connections and whatnot. But why? But my thing and my point, and I'm trying to say, and I'm trying to say this correctly. The things that you desire, first of all, is it of God? Is it righteous? Is it pure? And then, second of all, if you desire to fit in or whatnot, don't you know that God can do all things? So He can put you around the right people, the right people. To build you up, the right people that you can have fun with, the right people that you can associate with to build the kingdom of God. Now, I can't say all fraternity members are Christian because they're not. So, I mean, their thought process, and then, and it, it's just not fraternities. I'm sorry, I know that was a focus, but that because that was my experience. And I said I was going to focus on an experience, and that was an experience of mine. But you can do the same thing with uh, positions for a job. You can do the same thing for uh, really, really, really what it is. What you hooked on? What are you hooked on that's more important to you than God? Isn't a fraternity more important to you than God? Is your job more important to you than God? Is your money more important to you with God than God? And what? how far can you go to get those things? If you're going different avenues to get these things, instead of trusting God to bless you with these things, you're not following God. It's idolatry. It's idolatry. I don't care what it is. What did you choose? If you're putting it before God and you're trying to do it However, no matter what case, no matter what trial, no matter what you do, through your strength, and you're trying to get it, you, you're not, you're not, you're not serving, you're not putting God first in it. Cause when I chose to do that, I didn't consider God. When I was intrigued, I, I didn't ask God to, if I if I should join. I didn't ask God. What did he think about it? I didn't go to pastors about it. I didn't go to nobody. Like I said, at that time, I was a rebel. Even though I was a rebel, I was a rebel with God, too. Because um, I didn't go to church like I should have supposed to. I would sleep in. There were people, though. There were people. There were friends, though. Get it right. Come on now. There were friends, though, that wanted to take me to church, drive me, because at that time, I really didn't want to get up. I had my car, but I didn't want to get up, and they would bring me to church, but I was so tired, I'd be like, nah, because I've been out so late the night before, that I was like, I can't do it. See, and I lost my train of thought. See, and we try to do these things, help me, Lord, but, and the funny thing about that was, that God was bringing people around me the whole time, trying to get me towards him. 
go to church, be part of a gospel choir, go back home, sing in a choir, because I did consistently go back home to sing and praise God in, church, in my home church. Even though I was being a rebel, I was still serving God in some form or fashion. But you trying to do things to your own strength and trying to put things before God. I didn't consider, there we go. I didn't consider going to God about that. I didn't, I didn't talk to him. And that was a, should have been the first sign, but if you're not really, when you're not close to God like that, like you should, you're not gonna look for it. You're gonna be blinded because you're focusing on yourself and your own goal instead of God's goal. So yeah, uh, these things that we're trying to fit in. My question to you is: Does God want you part of it? Is it really good for you? Are you really being? Are you really growing out of it? Are you really getting closer to him? Are you really reaping the harvest? Are you really choosing God to guide you to where you need to be through God? I mean, we have plans. We have our own agendas. But scripture says, God orders our steps. Man may have plans, but God orders our steps. You might have a plan to join something, but God says no, but you still go about and do it. So okay, God can be can be um he can be patient. He'll allow you to go through with it. But then you go through all these different types of trials and tribulations that you could have averted from if you just followed God's way. Now, I know what you're thinking. Maybe some but if I follow God, I'm going to go through trials and tribulations too. Yes, you are. You are going to go through trials and tribulations. I go through it. I chose God. I didn't choose other things. I didn't choose money. I didn't choose women. I didn't choose organizations. I didn't choose none of those things. Thought about it. Didn't do it. Because, not because, I chose God. And I still go through trials and tribulations. The only difference is that I have God on my side who brings me through it, who brings me to it and through it. Because my job, shoot, that's, that's, that's what's underground, y'all. I'll be serious with you. That, 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 it, 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 it's never a set plan. It's never a consistent start time. It's never a a consistent number of hours, which can be sometimes good, is never all, it's never, it's not perfect. And most of the time it's not good either. There's always some type of chaotic event happening at my job. And there'll be multiple, multiple times I wanted to quit. Multiple times I wanted to give up. Multiple times I didn't want to go to work. Multiple times, people. But because of the Lord, he gave me strength to go. He gave me peace. He gave me patience. He gave me uh, blessings upon blessings through it. He gave me good workers. He gave me bad workers. But they all work for the good. He gave me all these things. And I'm still there. And I'm so blessed that I am way better than I was in 2014. That people can look at me. And when I go through trials there and how I handle it now, people's like, I know one recently told me it takes some type of, it takes some special type of person to deal with the stuff that goes on at that place. And this was said to me by a, a worker of mine who recently quit because he couldn't take the animosity there, the animosity from certain people that we work around and see every day. And I see it every day, all the time. Nobody can be just happy the whole day. It, it, it depends on the person. It really is a few people I've seen that can be really happy the whole day. And I just look at you like, wow. You, you, you. I got, like the guy said to me, you're a special type of person. <laughs> but yeah, it's, 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 it, that and God called me there, right? So I can understand that if you're afraid to be, go, to, to, to be with the Lord, and he takes you through these hard, difficult trials. Oh, people are going to hate me. 
oh, I'm going to, um, nobody wants to be my friend. No, nobody wants to be around me because I don't drink like them or don't drink at all. Or I don't curse or I don't listen to rap, uh, hip hop music or you stop listening to hip hop music or you stop listening to R&B music. So that ain't good for your spirit. And I can say that, and I used to be that guy. I used to listen to all the R&B, the rap music. I don't even watch a lot of movies anymore. And we're talking about fitting in still. I don't even watch a lot of movies. I don't even watch a lot of TV shows. I mean, I told y'all before, I had to stop watching uh, Luke Cage. I had to stop watching Jessica Jones. I had to stop watching Marvel shows I thought was awesome because it was a, a, a hero show. No, no, no. If it's not good for your spirit, it's not. It's, it's going to come inside you, and you're letting all this negativeness, all these different evil spirits, cursing spirits, sexual spirits, you know, all those different ones, get in your mindset, lustful spirit, all that, get inside you, and then you want to talk to this female that wears much to nothing of clothing always twerking in the club, posting videos of it, and or you can be uh, always going to casinos because you're trying to get money all the time, and then you go and gamble it all away because you want to make more money, whether it be in on the court or, yeah, basketball court, I've seen it, or... um playing pool, or just gambling your money away, or you can be smoking weed more now, because you've seen uh, Matthew McConaughey do it, I don't know, that's that's just an example, or or different rap artists do it, and now you want to do it more, see, that, those things like that, because you're watching it, now you want to do it more because it looks cool because that's what the world's presenting. You want to have sex with all these different females because that's that's what the world say it's cool to have multiple sexual partners. It's cool to be, uh, uh, no, no, no. It's cool to be uh, dang, I can't think of the word. It's cool to be. Cool to have multiple sexual partners. I want to say promiscuous. It's cool to be promiscuous. It's cool to smoke. It's cool to drink, get drunk, have parties, black out, and don't remember what happened the night before. Seen it. It's cool and done it. It's cool to be like those things. But over time, as you get older, you grow out of it, first of all. But you learn, if you if you get close to God, you learn that none of that stuff is good for your soul. None of that stuff is going to help you. It actually killing you off faster than life is already, what, short now? So you're just making it shorter. And then I'm not even focusing on the disrespect to parents. Kids nowadays show no respect to authority, show no respect to their parents, show no respect to their friends, show no respect to themselves. Because every everything they're watching, listening to on the music, list watching on TV, uh, I mean, the world is getting more evil by the day. But we don't have to be of it. But because we want to fit in, because we want to be a part of the world, so we can fit in. I tell you, there's no need to fit into this world. You can do it all you want. I promise you, if it's not of God and you want to dwell and indulge in all of this, then when this life is over, you tell me how good it's going to be then. <laughs> you tell me how good it's going to be then. Because when this life is over and you haven't served God or believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and that he died on the cross for your sins and our sins, you tell me how it is. You tell me how it is. This is a hoodie. I'm, I'm going to tell you. Like it is. I can't believe it's been 40-some minutes. Wow. Uh, But, yeah. Fitting in. Um, <laughs> Wow, God. That was, that was a lot. Wow. 41 minutes. That's crazy. Y'all, I didn't even think I was going that long. But, uh, <laughs> it's God's show. He wants it the way he wants it. And I'm thankful for it. But, like I said, if you want to fit into this world... 
You you go right ahead. You can be a part of that fraternity. You can be a part of that sorority. You can be all about money. You can be all about girls. You can be all about those things. I advise you not to because on this side of life with God, so much better. So much better. You don't have to worry. I mean, yeah, you don't have to worry about all the dangers of why choosing to do these things when you can be about God and serve him and see the blessings that come to you without even trying to lift a finger to do it. Okay, he can give you cars, he can give you houses, he can bless you with the right mates, he can bless you with the right uh, church, he can bless you with all these, the right job, he can bless you with these things for your good that makes you better so you can get to the next step of your destiny that you think, that you know that God has, got, God has called you to be a part of. He has a purpose and a plan for you. Read Jeremiah 29 verse 11. He has a plan and a hope and a future for you. For all of us. But as long as you keep doing your plan, you'll just be trying more and more to fit into something that you wasn't called for. The thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus comes that you might have life and have it more abundantly. <laughs> What is life without Christ? If you never put him first, fame or corruption, lovers of money, not blessing but curse, your goal is destruction. Already hungry for the grave, serving Satan like a slave, our generation so depraved. How can Facebook and Snapchat be the head of a family just like that? How can we not look up to the hills to seek and pray where our dad's at? I bet if he showed us a sign, then the people would believe. Oh wait, the sign was across. We still don't believe? Do you really love this life? Really love this life. Do you really love this life? 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 Let me tell you about this life. You about that life? Check. Do you have goals? Do you have dreams? Do you want family? Do you want a queen? Do you want a strong man with the plan? Without the drama? No kids with no baby mama? Got a job with a few commas? But you're not about that life. You cannot say that I'm wrong. How do you know, Earl Hoodie? Just like this, let me look at your phone. Eric, Travis, Marcus, Levi, your man Bron just text you. Oops, bye-bye. He moved to LA. Do you really love this life? 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 Let me tell you about this life. You hate it. But you love it too, I say you hate it. But you love it, boo, I say you hate it. Double-minded world, your life is all in a swirl. So just listen to Earl. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. So if you want to be about this life, the abundant life, Christ life, then make this declaration today saying, He is Lord, He is Christ, He is the number one man in my life. That goes for the fellas too. Do you really love this life? 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 Let me tell you about this life. You hate it, but you love it too. I say you hate it, but you love it, boo. I say you hate it. Double-minded world, your life is all in a swirl. So just listen to Earl. Do you really love this life? 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 this life let me tell you about this life you about that life before we go let's pray father we thank you right now for this lesson slash topic of the day father i hope and pray that the people who hear this episode will decide today who they serve if they're confused who are they trying to fit in with is it you 
or is it the world? Is it Jesus or is it the enemy? Help them to understand, Father, that you are the way. Your son is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father but by him. So I pray that we, as Christians, continue to be closer to you so that we, as Christians, can reach the loss that you called us to reach to. We know you can do it all by yourself. But you have a purpose for each and every one of us. And as a Christian, we shall reach out to those who are lost because we should love one another as we love ourselves. So, Lord, I ask that you, that the one, those who are listening, will hear this and pass this message, pass this episode along, and so that others can hear and make the choice today to serve you, to not choose to fit in with the world system and the people of this world who think they look at it cool and, and got it all together. But if you don't have Jesus in your heart, you don't got it all together. If you don't believe in the Lord, you don't have it all together. You have you you got everything scrambled everywhere out of place and never had it solid in the first place. Lord, I hear I hear you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for this lesson. Thank you for this topic. I pray for each and every one who hears this and beyond. Who hears this in the airways, radio waves? You don't have to be on, because you work in mysterious ways, Lord. Help them to understand you more and more and get to know you more and more. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. It's not too late if this is you. We have a Savior who died on the cross for our sins. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus, oh, he loves me, and I know this, cause he died for me, and he rescued me. There's no greater love in the world, his name is Jesus. Ask him for forgiveness. If you want to be saved, read Romans 10, verse 9 and 10. I'm not a minister, I'm not a pastor, I'm Earl Hoodie, a savior in the army. Whoa, 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 cut it, I'm not a savior, man, what is this, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's trying to be all cool and singing and then mess up my line, I'm sorry guys, I am so a soldier in the army of the Lord. We can talk sports, we can talk politics, but can we talk Jesus? Hoodie out. Mm, can't even get hoodie out right. Man.